Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Emanating live from the Escott basement this evening. Ah, yes. I'm in protocol. Not because I'm sick, but because we're playing it safe with 6.30, Chad. The Oilers escaping Penticton, losing this afternoon, as you may have just caught the end of Reed's sportscast there. A 5-2 final against the Canucks rookies. They finish out the Young Stars Classic 1-1 and one, a win, a loss, and an overtime defeat in uh, probably the most exciting game of the tournament that took place yesterday against the Flames rookies. Go figure. It was the Battle of Alberta, and it was exciting. It was feisty. It was a 4-3 loss in overtime. Big Adam Klapka, the difference maker in the extra frame. But on Saturday, no, Friday night, it was Winnipeg's uh, rookies that just weren't enough for, um, well, Maybe a surprisingly advanced Bo Akey from the defensive position. He was certainly one of the standout performers, and that's got to be music to the ears of Oilers fans because, of course, the prospect depth right now, certainly not a strength of the organization. Doesn't need to be. They're going for a Stanley Cup. But with their first pick of the most recent draft, turning some heads, I will say he took three penalties in this game against the Canucks. So lots to clean up as well. But overall, a positive showing for an offensive defenseman who's going to get to go back to Barry in the OHL this year and command a power play. Uh, Bob saying he's likely three, maybe four years away from NHL time. Maybe that clock was accelerated a little bit over the course of the last couple of days. We'll see. Uh, certainly no need to rush anybody at this point. It was Carl Berglund, Carter Savoy getting the goals against the uh, the Canucks rookies this afternoon. We've got a fun one coming up for you today. It's always brought to you by World of Spas here on Oilers Now. Bob was just on color commentary along with Sportsnet's Brendan Batchelor for that game. So uh, that's why you're hearing from me tonight. Tomorrow it is the Oilers golf tournament uh, the Barry Cates Memorial so I believe you and I are hanging out for one more evening and then Wednesday Wednesday it all begins for real the training camp opening up with physicals with the uh, with the off ice portion of things and then Thursday they hit the ice at Rogers Place for the first time 7804960063 the number to keep in touch it's the Ashley Fine Floors text line get the new floors you've always wanted 143rd Street 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more River Creek Resort Casino Hotline is where we're going momentarily for MACT Mondays. Yes, we got McTavish, we got Frank Saravalli coming up 
Rick Pracy, the new director of amateur scouting for this Oilers organization in an exclusive one-on-one with Bob Stoffer. We'll play that for you in about an hour's time, right after the 6 o'clock news, and then a, more of a recap at 6.35, some input from you and a crossover with Reed Wilkins at 6.30. But top story today, without a doubt, brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling, the Young Stars Classic, is officially in the books, the team will head home from Kelowna or uh, on the bus, I believe, real soon. Jump on the flight home from Kelowna later today. They, they had a lot of recent success at this tournament. They are 14-1-3 and three in their last, what is that, 18 games at the Young Stars Classic. What is that indicative of? Well, probably an organization that needed uh, an up and up and some players on the rise. And where are they at now with a a one, one and one record? They're a team pushing for a Stanley Cup. We're going to talk about that when we bring aboard Craig McTavish for Mac Team Mondays, courtesy contract equipment. When we get back to Oilers now. 780-496-0063 is the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Don't miss Ruben and Clay 20, the tour, live at the River Cree Saturday, September 30th. Get your tickets now at the River Cree Resort. <clears throat> check that. RiverCreeResort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. American Idol fans, there are your season two winner and runner-up going to be out in Enoch. Uh, you can find us on X as well. I believe that's what we're going with. X at Oilers Now. The big guy is at Bob underscore Stoffer. You can find me at Brendan Escott. That's Brendan with an E. Escott with two T's. And now we bring aboard a four-time Stanley Cup champion. A long-tenured Oilers coach, a general manager. He's done it all for the franchise, and he's even willing to talk to Bob a couple times a week. I'm sure it's uh, it's impressive stuff from Greg McDavish, who joins us for Mac Team Mondays, brought to you. Actually, only once a week. <laughs> that means you're not taking any of the calls he gives you off air, I assume. No, he gives me... Uh... He's actually been fantastic to work with. And now that I've got that out of the way, I can start to be more critical of him. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, he's, he's always, uh, he, he's, he works and he's always on the job and he's a great source of information. And as much as it pains me to say it, we're lucky to have him here. We sure are. And you're hearing from me tonight because he is, of course, in Penticton grinding away or just wrapping up the Young Stars tournament. We're into MACD Mondays for Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rentals and sales. Uh, Craig, you, you oversaw, I'm sure, plenty of these tournaments from the managerial standpoint. I wonder if you can shed some light on evaluating, uh, particularly when you've got a year like this for Edmonton, when maybe there isn't a whole lot of top end talent of your own that you're looking at. Yeah, it's it's a different tournament, really. The result at this tournament is normally inversely proportionate to the result that you have at the NHL level. If you're really good at the NHL, you know, you're bulking up every year, so your prospect pool suffers and your draft positioning suffers. And if you're if you're uh, not very good, then you have great, uh, pr- great prospects, high draft picks, or you should have great prospects. And you have some uh, some success at this tournament. Now, I know Edmonton's had a lot of success over the last number of years, even with such a fantastic team here. Uh, but it really it doesn't have any relevance normally whatsoever 
for uh, success during the NHL season. I mean, all these guys are three and four, five years down the road from helping. Yeah, that, uh, it makes a lot of sense. So realistically, I think you're probably trying to expose the kids to the kind of competitive level that you really can't create just playing amongst your own prospects. Is that fair to say? That's fair, for sure. And it gives them some familiarity with the organization. So what, when camp does start, they know the support staff, they know the coaching staff, so it's less uh, intimidating for young players. I remember, if you can believe it, as far back as 1979 when I first started and went to my first camp, and I was just in awe of the of the players in Boston at that time. And, you know, it takes you a while to get comfortable competing against these guys that, you know, you've idolized for uh, for the better part of the 18 years till you get there. So it's it's good in that respect. Um, it gives you a little bit of a foothold into the introduction of players in terms of the culture that the organization is trying to advocate for. And uh, it's a good first look coming into training camp. This, for, for my, my strategy at training camp, for the main camp was always to give the first three days to development. And by that, I mean, give, give the prospects an opportunity to play with NHL players, to practice with NHL players, to do conditioning skates with NHL players so they can take away lessons from training camp, how far they have to go, uh, how good these NHL players are, and they have a better idea about development and uh, how much they need to be able to compete. Now, uh, mostly in today's NHL camps, there's Group A, Group B, and Group C. And, I mean, if you're on Group A, you're going through systems things very early in training camp, and you're likely to be on the team. If you're on Group B, uh, you're probably headed to the American League, and if you're on Group C, you know, you're going back to junior and you don't have any opportunity. But, I mean, I thought uh, our philosophy back then was, in fairness to the players, everybody that's training, and we we all expect them to do so much uh, in the summer from a fitness profile on and off the ice. The, the, uh, the expectations are so much greater than they were. But every one of those players is putting in all that work with the mindset that they're going to make the team. I mean, it, it's shattered pretty quickly when you get out there with NHL players and you're just a young player. But uh, out of respect to that mentality that they have when they're putting in that work, you want to give them a chance to compete against NHL players. At least that's it was kind of our philosophy. And it's a bit outdated now, but I still think there's plenty of room to give them three days of training camp to uh, measure themselves against uh, NHL players. Greg, your, uh, your question left me absolutely speechless there. I got a call from my old man in the middle of this conversation. I'm trying to do this from the home office. Appreciate your patience oh, and for everyone yeah. listening as well. Um, okay, Mac T.
Mondays here with uh, Craig McTavish for our friends at Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rentals and sales. We're talking uh, rookie tournament, Edmonton finishing this year's tournament 1-1 and 1. And results aside, I wonder, you know, you talk about the people that you get to meet and meet a lot of them for the first time, I would think, or first or second time. Is there a standout for you in terms of somebody's character, a funny story, a family, you know, anything like that that's really leaped off the page from a from an introduction or a rookie tournament that you can recall well the only the thing that really uh wildly separated itself from all the other years was the year connor was there and uh i mean um bedard has some similar following uh i would expect this year but just the amount of people that couldn't wait to get in there and the effect that he had on the overall attendance of the tournament. And I mean, everywhere he went from a very young age, the fans followed and it, you know, he, 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 he delivered then and continues to deliver now, but that, that was a real separator from one year to the other. Uh, you keep waiting for him to fall short of expectations and it hasn't happened in the 15 years he's been in the spotlight it seems now craig heading into training camp uh, this week we've got the off ice portion of it wednesday to hit the ice on thursday it's kind of an interesting one and there's not really a huge uh battle going on for roster spots let's say i mean maybe for the fourth line and, and trying to figure out which of the last roster spot and who may make that up but it's a year um where it's almost like the depth is is really the only thing in question at this point. You've got so much talent on the team that you kind of have an idea where a lot of it's going to slot in, it seems. Well, it, it's, it's a great luxury to have. There's no question about that. And it affords what Kenny Holland was used to doing in Detroit, where you send prospects, pretty good prospects, uh, back in his tenure there. Uh, to, to the American Hockey League to uh, over ripen, they call it. But uh, you know, it's it's a re- it's a good sign that you have the depth and you have the star quality in the main team that you're able to do that. And uh, you know, to me, the training camp is going to come down to a lot of it. I think is the battles of the PTOs. I think. You know, Kenny's done a really good job bringing in some quality PTOs. I mean, they all have NHL uh, high contribution levels at points. And it'll be, to me, exciting because if one of those guys can really pop, uh, Adam Ernie, I think, has got potential to uh, to do a little bit of what Clem Costin did. And I think... Uh, you know, Brandon Sutter to me is a guy that I'd want to watch uh, and give a lot of time to because he's he's a guy that uh, fills and checks a lot of boxes on uh, on uh, what the Oilers need on their fourth line center. He's a really good face-off man, very good set of hands, smart guy. It'd be nice to finally have a Sutter on as part of the Edmonton Oilers uh, too, as well as a little uh, a little side note. I, uh, I mean, it's hard to believe of all the Sutters that we've never had one that that played here for us. So, and Sam Gagne provides an element of offense, and uh, you know, I think he's really. I know he's really highly regarded in terms of his character and what uh, he can add to the overall 
enthusiasm and energy level of the room that I think they're going to they're, they're going to miss with the absence of Tyson Berry. I think Tyson was a guy that uh, well I know he was a guy that provided a lot of uh, a lot of leadership and a, a lot of entertainment for those guys and it's it's a long arduous season and you you got to have some characters and you got to have some people that have fun to take some of the pressure off at times and I think Tyson would be uh, he'll he'll be missed in that regard for sure I mean great deal uh, bringing in Ekholm is just those guys just aren't ever available and the organization did a good job bringing him in but uh, Sam might be able to fill some of those uh, some of those things too for the team yeah, it's, I try not to, I guess, overreact when I hear them talk to us in the media, just make overarching judgments about who they are. But these guys, like Barry, for example, we interviewed Brandon Sutter, uh, Cam and I did uh, in the summertime. They seem like absolute down-to-earth, approachable, the kinds of people that if I was an up-and-comer in the NHL, I want to have uh, on my side, in my corner. That said, though, Craig, I mean, this is an Oilers group that's really mature all of a sudden. And I mean, the core of this group, I mean, your nurse and, and you're like, these guys have all gone through now seven, eight, nine years worth of, of the NHL. So we're looking at them in a completely different context as well. And, and I think that's probably a, a large part of the reason why they're on the precipice of the mountaintop right now. Well, they've, they've developed into great pros and uh, I mean, Obviously, led by Connor and Leon and Darnell, those guys have—they're really going to be driving the boat for sure. They're—they're uh, they're all super serious athletes, and uh, you know. And that, to me, I've talked about it before. That really separates the good from the great. I mean, the great—the greats—they make it happen on demand. When you need it, they find a way to make it happen. And I really get the sense that. Uh, Connor, Leon, Nuge, you can put in that category too as well for me, uh, and Darnell, that those guys, they, 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 they want to win. They, they, I really, it's, it's obvious to me when I hear them speak, they want to win, and uh, they're, they're good enough that they can make it happen, and they're mature enough and dedicated enough and talented enough that they can make it happen, so... I mean, there's going to be some ups and downs in the season. There always is. And, uh, but at the end of the day, we, we have the, by far the most exciting, entertaining team to watch on a day, night in, night out basis. There's no question about that. These guys, the things that they do are just wildly exciting. Have to stop and pitch yourself from time to time. Certainly, at least I do. Craig, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you bearing with my little technical hiccup. And uh, I guess next Monday you're probably with Bob, but we'll connect anyway, okay? Okay, Brennan, thanks. No problem. Nice talking to you. Likewise, Craig McTavish for our friends at, uh, excuse me, at Contract Equipment, Canada's premium heavy equipment dealer with rentals and sales. A little bit there on uh, just, you know, what are you discerning from a rookie tournament now that this Penticton Young uh, Young Stars Classic is in the books? One, one, and one, the record. But that's not what the NHL is talking about right now. It's not what you're talking about with your friends at the water cooler, your family at the dinner table. 
Likely you're discussing what's going on with Mike Babcock, and we'll do exactly that when we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Daily Faceoffs, Frank Saravalli.